All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Just after five o'clock on a busy Monday. How are you? Welcome back. Or if you're just joining us to the Jason Greger show, uh, a few things to note. If you are on the Henday by uh, Campbell road on the, uh, the North side, there is a semi trailer that is uh, overturned on the uh, exit on the Campbell. So that's uh, affecting eastbound traffic. So, uh, be aware out there. If you got any traffic snarls, text them in 833-401-1440. We'll pass along so uh, everybody else can, uh, at least if they're in a traffic jam, they'll know why. And then you can just sit back and relax and listen to Sports 1440. I'm Jason Greger. He is Connor Halley. We are live in the EWL studio. E-W-E-L, your one-stop shop for all things electrical. Check it out, E-W-E-L.ca. Now, Let's get to the spec report brought to you by GS Construction. Uh, they are coming up on their 50th anniversary. They'll be celebrating. Big event. Uh, 50 years, man. It's pretty cool. Started in the family. Turan now runs it. I love those type of success stories where you're able just to keep building and growing. GS Construction. They're hiring. Go to Indeed.com and look up GS Construction. As uh, Mark Spector from Sportsnet. Joins us today, and uh, Spec. Obviously, the uh, topic of conversation dominating the uh, the hockey world is uh, Mike Babcock, the Columbus Blue Jackets, and um, uh, Paul Bissonnette was a hundred percent bang on right from the start. Yeah, he sure was. He had uh, the players that tipped him on this thing, and you know what? Good for first two things. I would say, good for him. Right? I'm in the scoops business myself, and it's always a good day when you break a huge scoop. And the second thing is, uh, let's all uh, put a shout out for journalism as a whole, my friend, because if there aren't people that write these stories when they come up, we never find out about them. And guys like Mike Babcock coach forever. So whether it's politics or sports, uh, it's today, it's a, uh, it's journalism one and bad guys, nothing. How about that? <laughs> I look at, and there was a lot of people that doubted Bissonnette, which is, uh, you know, right away. And I was kind of surprised at how many wanted to defend Babcock. Um, well, there's, hold on, though. There's two things. Because I, I was a guy who I think on your show said, let's wait and see what happens because Bissonnette isn't exactly 
60 minutes here. So I don't think we were necessarily, and I'll put myself in those shoes. I sure as heck wasn't supporting Babcock by any means. I was saying, let's wait and see where this thing goes because Bissonette is, you know, he's a player's side. Uh, I wouldn't call him completely objective. He said on this, on Twitter, I'm a player's website. We tell the player story. So I think it took the PA getting involved and the league getting involved and they flushed the whole thing out, Jay. And I'm not going to say anyone's defending Babcock. I think he got his due process and it turned out to be guilty. Is that not fair? Well, I, there was a lot of people when his when his quote came out, the statement, they're like, see, oh, Biz Nasty's wrong. I don't like what he says on his podcast, which is two different things. You can say, hey, his podcast can be crass at times, and it's not for me. That's totally valid. But yes. he's he's never tried to be an insider, really. You know, he's never one who's falsified and, and put out stories, at least that I recall. Maybe he has, and I don't remember them. But, you know, like he doesn't claim to be that. And this was not really necessarily like a, a trade scoop. It was just like, hey, this is what's going on here, and people need to be aware of it. And you know, so good on him to bring it out. Good on the players. I feel who spoke up to Ron Hainsey and the PA because I saw a few players who admitted, you know what, I wasn't sure the PA was going to do anything about it. Which means maybe in the past, spec, there's been some players that have said complaints, and the PA's done nothing. Like if you go way back to Allen uh, Eagleson when he's screwing over Harrison and a few others, like that was awful, <laughs> right? But it did happen when he was supposed to be working for the association. So, I, hey, I think this is a really good day for Ron Hainsey and yep. Marty Walsh to yep. gain to gain some strength within the union to say, hey, you know what, we've got your back. I totally agree. The the PA has has been a fairly ineffective uh, body in a lot of ways for a lot of time, Jay. I agree with you on that 100%. And that's why they blow through executive directors every three or four years. Because this guy didn't do the job, so they get a new one. This guy didn't do the job, so they get a new one. You know, the last guy, uh, Donald Fear, I felt was a, a ghost, right? As a, as a hockey journalist, I thought Donald Fear was all but useless, frankly. Mm-hmm. And so did many of the players. They finally run him out, they get another guy. So let's, you know what? It's early in Marty Walsh's tenure. And it looks like he's got a win under his belt. And, and I think this is exactly why, if I'm a National Hockey League player, this is how I want my union fighting for me. They did a good job here. So you're right. Uh, it's a good day today for the PA. And you don't say that very often. I saw Frank Cervalli's article. And uh, he yep. was kind of like, how's Yarmo Kikalainen? And you know, like, they're the ones who hired Babcock when everybody said, hey, you know what the track record is. The track record, Johan Franson, Mitch Marner, Mike Commodore. There's lots of guys. Right, like, and it's funny, spec. Like, there'll be players adding like this coach, but they rarely go as public as they have by numerous players when it came to Babcock. Yet they're like, no, 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 no. We know better. We're not going to listen. Mike is uh has convinced us that he's he's improved, and clearly he hadn't. Um, do you think Kekalainen here? Like, how short is the leash, and how short should it be, or should he potentially have been gone with Babcock? Well, I guess I'd say this to you that if I own Columbus. I'm looking at this thing. It's a train wreck, okay? This was this was very poor work on Kekalainen and John Davidson's behalf. Uh, I believe that Davidson said it's the biggest mistake he's made as a hockey executive. So, okay, so that's a bad play. i got to fire my coach two days before, three days before training camp starts. Yep. If, I gotta, if I'm firing my GM too, Jason, am I not, like... Yeah. Am I submarine in a whole season? Yeah, potentially. That's fair. That's fair. You know, point. I think I'm submarine in a whole season. So, you know what? I, 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 Yarmo, first of all, anyone who's got a chance to meet him, he's a pretty cool cat. He's smart. 
Uh, he takes a different view. He doesn't just do the, remember, he was, everyone just said, of course he'll draft Pugliarvi. No, he didn't. He took a different road on that one. Uh, I have a lot of respect for him, but I'm, I judge GMs on their record, and his record in Columbus is awful. Yes. And, and now it's punctuated by this mistake. So, yeah, if I own that team, I'm looking at my GM big time. And I personally, I'm saying to myself, okay, I got about 12 months to find the next one or eight months because I'm probably, unless this guy does something crazy and this team is awfully good this year, I'm going to have a new GM in April. Uh, that's how I'm looking at it if I'm the owner of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Mark Spector joins us from Roger Sportsnet. Um, you know, I, 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 now maybe I'm naive, Speck. Oh, of course you are. But, but aren't we all? Yeah. It's kind of a nice thing about us. Sure. Um, <laughs> this has to be the end of Mike Babcock. Not only in the National Hockey League, anywhere coaching. Because he clearly doesn't get it. Yeah. No, I think you're right. He's, he's absolutely. He's got a second chance. You know, he got a second chance. I mean, this is like Bill Peters come back, coming back and, and, you know, racially profiling somebody. Right? He, he got a second chance to quit being a bully. He got a second chance to quit pulling the kind of garbage he pulled with, with Mitch Marner in Toronto, you'll remember. Yep. He, made, he made him sit down and list who the mm-hmm. least in shape teammates were, and then he outed them to the team. Yeah, what I mean, that's just God. prehistoric coaching mantra. And somehow Mike got another chance, and I'm a second-chance guy, man. I'll tell you what, I, you didn't hear me coming out and saying Mike should never get another chance. I, I'm all for guys getting a second chance. Now we're talking about third chances, right? So when does Mike Babcock deserve a third chance? Never. I'm going to be retired by then, pal, and I'm working for a few more years. So, yeah, he blew his second chance. He blew it. Absolutely blew it. Hockey is not – we're going to play games, pal. Camps are going to open Wednesday without Mike Babcock. Training camp's going to open on the weekend or preseason without Mike Babcock. And that season's going to open on April, whatever it is, 9th, without Mike Babcock. Life goes on, pal. And Mike Babcock ain't part of it anymore. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't think the league's going to miss him. Uh, nope. I'll, I'll say they that. Um, the, uh, the Young Guns uh, tournament, uh, you know, Bo Aikie had a really good first game. You know, Petroff. You know, the young kids, I thought, kind of, you know what, the, the players you thought would be good were the players that, were, that stood out. And, and, and that's really all that matters. Uh, at the end. Uh, now they'll come to main camp. Uh, there's going to be 55 or 56 players when they officially announce the roster. I don't think Fancy's going to play uh, to start anyway. He's a little bit banged up. Um, okay. Now now they get on the ice on Thursday spec. Now, unless somebody's medical goes awry and, you know, there's there's got to be some sort of injury. Like, you know, I, I think we've got to go back to the Theo Peckham days of somebody not necessarily being in good enough shape at, <laughs> at, at, at training camp, right? So I, I don't see conditioning really being an issue. Uh, anywhere, and then you know the battle begins for them. So if I if I have to put you right now and say Lavoie or Sutter, who is the or Gagne? Who's the twelfth forward? If Sutter is the Sutter that you know we watched play in Pittsburgh and for some of his time in Vancouver, if Sutter can recapture himself and be an effective, all they need is nine minutes a night out of this guy, pal. So if Sutter can be Sutter, he gets the job. I over both those guys, in my opinion, in a heartbeat. The team, if you put Jay Woodcroft and Ken Holland on true serum and ask them the question you just asked me, they'd say, we hope it's Sutter. That's what they hope. Uh, If it's not, then uh, who knows? It's the wily veteran Gagne and the young rookie Lavoie. But neither of them solve, in my opinion, the Edmonton Oilers' fourth-line center 
uh, issue slash dilemma, whatever you want to call it. Sutter, if he's healthy and playing well, he does solve it. Yeah, that, that's fair. You're right. Uh, like, if, if we were just taking a carbon cutout and saying, okay, what do they need? Oh, right shot center, six foot three, who six can win three. face-offs, kill penalties, <laughs> right? That's what they <laughs> yeah. can do. So right. the other yeah. thing I have is, do you have confidence in their goaltending on the penalty kill? Because if there's one area that Mike Smith and Miko Koskin were infinitely better at, it was penalty kill. Goaltending. Like, they were very good. Mike Smith was – Koskinen was top. I think Koskinen was sixth, and Mike Smith had the second-best save percentage over a three-year period on the penalty kill. So, goaltender's got to be your best guy. The order's going to need some better – they need more saves from their goaltender. Maybe they need a few other things in front of them, sure, but it starts with your goalie. Okay, wait. Though, what, like, what would make a goalie – you know, if, if you got a goalie that's good and I got a goalie that's good, but my guy's better on the penalty kill than yours, why? What's my guy doing that your guy's isn't? Well, two things. I remember Mike Smith telling he felt the reason the order that it was good for him, their penalty kill was predictable. He knew where he had to be to make the saves. So he just said, you know what? I don't try to do other things. Like I'm not cheating. I'm saying I know in our system this is where the shots are going to come from. And okay. you know, well, that's not a goalie thing. That's a players in front of him thing, right? Tr- true. Yes, but the goalies still have to make the saves. And if you look at some of the goals that went in last year on the power play. Those are goalie where the goalie's in the position, but he's not making the save. So I think it's a combination okay. of both. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I think that the the Oilers goalie situation is a is a, it's fair to call it a question mark. You know, we've seen a million sophomore players over the years that had good rookie seasons and weren't as good in their second year, whether they're a skater or a defenseman, a goal, whatever. Yeah, you know, we've seen it. It's it's history of sports. They they, they didn't just invent the term sophomore jinx yesterday. It's a hundred year old <laughs> term in sports. So yeah. let's see how Skinner plays. And Jack Campbell's got to prove he can play too. You know, he was nice in in um, relief in the playoffs. He was okay down the stretch in the odd start, but he was brutal last year. And he's got to prove he can play. So. If you t- if you're telling me the Oilers' goaltending situation is a question mark, I I don't have the evidence to disagree with you. Yeah, no, it's a, that to me is the, is the one big thing to look at. Uh, their penalty kill now it's hard in the preseason, of course, because you know. Oh, but, yeah. but I'll I'll be interested to see who they deploy and which parents. Because the one thing, Ekholm and DeHarnay were one penalty kill unit together a lot down the stretch. Okay. But the guy who played the most on the penalty kill down the stretch and was actually very good and wasn't on the ice very much for many goals against was Darnell Nurse. And it didn't really matter who he played with. So I still expect Darnell Nurse to be on your top pair. But that becomes like Broberg and DeHarnay. When you look at certain battles, it's like, can Broberg do what DeHarnay does on the penalty kill? That's going to be something to watch for in the preseason. Well, one of the things we, we say about, you know, one of the hockey axioms, Jason, is your fourth-line guys have to kill penalties because I don't want my first-line guys killing penalties, right? You know, my third-line guys need to kill penalties because I'd rather they block shots than my second-line guys. Yeah. So when you look at your D, why is Darnell Nurse supposed to be killing penalties? He's your, probably your top defenseman. He is in this team, your top defenseman. But he's not on I'm, the power play, that's why. Well, okay, fair. But I would sure love to get through some of these power play or penalty kills with, guy, with Kulak and DeHarnay and Broberg blocking the shots and maybe busting an ankle once in a while, then the guy I'm trying to play 25 minutes a night. That's all I'm saying. So, sure, Nurse going to kill some penalties because he's a big stud and he's good at it. However, I, I guess I'm asking you, why does my first D-man expected to kill penalties, but my first-line centerman isn't? 
Well, I, I think for, in fair point because most like your first line centers on the power play. Right. And, you know, right. you look at Alex Petrangelo, he kills a lot of penalties. Right. Now, Eric Carlson's the one kind of top guy yeah. who doesn't kill penalties. But if you go look around the league, most yeah, teams. does for sure. Most teams' and top D men. Power play. Yeah, yeah. Most top D men are killing penalties. Most right. of them. They are. I, I know that. Sure. I watch the game, too, and I get it. It's just a sort of a weird question I've asked myself for a long time. We don't, we don't want Carter McDavid to block that shot. Yeah. And I understand why. But we asked Darnell Nurse to block that shot. And he plays usually more minutes. So anyway, it's yeah. just a little no, weird. You know what? It's back. It's a, we'll ask Sean Brown about that. I'll be curious about the uh, D-men's point of view on that. Uh, something tells me they probably really want to do it because they're a defender, right? Like their well, main sure. mindset. I'll tell is you to one defend. thing: if I'm trying to be a third-pairing defense in the NHL, and I say to my coach, "I'm not a very good penalty killer," <laughs> I'm not sure I should get the job. Yeah. Like the third-pairing guy, he should be chomping at the bit to kill penalties, shouldn't he? He should be. Yeah. Well, it just gets you more ice time. Get you more you involved. It. For sure. Speck, have a good one. We will chat with you tomorrow. All right, Jay. Thanks for the chat. That's uh, Mark Spector from Rogers Sportsnet. Uh, Speck Report brought to you by GS Construction. Uh, we have the uh, fantasy report, little NHL version for you. Because uh, I know a lot of you are playing fantasy football right now in the NFL. There is two games tonight. So you, you got your lineup set. It's not going to change. But NHL Dynasty Leagues. We'll get into a little uh, players to look for. That you might like this upcoming season. Lots of text in our Jiffy Lube inbox, 833-401-1440. It's where you can text us. We'll return. Gregor and Hallie on The Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. I'm hoping I can announce the big news before the end of the show. I'm just waiting to get the green light from the uh, from the higher-ups, which is nice. So, Sports fans, as I said from the get-go, this is going to be a work in progress that we would grow and expand and, and have more sports coverage. And uh, we are definitely going to have that uh, sooner than later. So uh, that is going to be uh, quite exciting. Once I get the green light, I can officially say what it is, hopefully in the final segment of the show. So that's awesome. Awesome. Lots of texts still coming in. 833-401-1440. Hey guys, when does a person not get a second chance? People like Babcock and Peters, what do they do? An example is that bad. But what Rice did and other figures have done bad stuff and they get a second chance. It's a, you know what? It's a great question, Manny D. It's a really fair question, right? Like, so here, here's the way I look at it. You can have a second chance in life, but doesn't necessarily guarantee that you get a second chance in the occupation that you did before. Is that fair? Right? Like if you're, because it wasn't even necessarily the second chance for Mike Babcock. He did it in Detroit. Then he did it in Toronto. Now to a lesser extent. And now he does this before the season even begins. So yeah, the fair question is to ask why. Right? Um, Bill Peters, what, what, when, when Akima Lou comes out and says, you know what? The guy's never reached out to me personally. Ne- never had the courage to do it himself. Cause trust me, it's, Hey, you know what? Do you want to speak to him? I, I can help facilitate it. Why? Why wouldn't you? And cause trust me, it wouldn't be hard for Bill Peters to get Akeem Alou's email address. You can send him an email. Hey, man, I understand if you don't want to, but I would like to. Now, I could see why Akeem Lou says, man, you've had 10 years. Now, that's his choice. Someone might say, okay, I'll listen to it, see what you have to say, maybe. But it's his right. He doesn't have to grant him 
the opportunity to say, oh, I'm sorry for being a complete you-know-what many years ago. You know, it's, it's, you have it as your right as a human being to say, you know what? No, I don't want it. It's not because my feelings matter for me. Now, some people will say, you know, you talk to different therapists, say, hey, you know what? Usually if you forgive and move on, it's better. Well, that's a great theory. I'm sure some people out there listening will tell you, well, it doesn't always work. Right? doesn't always work. Some people are great at not wanting to harbor the hate. I know you, you see parents who, who've had their, their child taken from them, uh, you know, drunk driver or for whatever reason, a terrible accident. And some of them are like, you know what? I had to forgive him because otherwise I was living with the hate and it wasn't good for me. Whereas other people are like, you know what? No. I want to hold that because that's that's who I am and that's fine. Everybody's different. So I, I can't really explain why, you know, Bill Peters at this stage was somebody that they had to give another opportunity to. He wasn't, you know what? It's it's an honor and a privilege to get to be a professional coach, to get to be a coach at the WHL, to get to be a coach at the AJHL, to be, to be a coach in the new Professional Women's Hockey League. Right? Name the league. It's an honor. It's not a given right where, ah, if I screw up and be a complete ass, well, I deserve another chance. Why? Why do you deserve a second chance when somebody who has done all the right things, put in all their time, why don't they get a chance to be a coach? Right? I, I don't, I, I've never been one to, to really buy. It's like people say, well, this fan base deserves a championship. Why? Because it feels good? Like, I don't know. I've never, you know, not, not sure I bought it. But I definitely don't believe that everyone does. It's a sane, but I'm not sure it's accurate for every individual. Like you, you molest multiple children. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't believe that you'd deserve whatever your occupation was. Let's say you were a teacher. Think about it. If you're a teacher, you get kicked out of the school system. Do you get back in? Right? Like why couldn't professional sports or coaching in general and say, Hey, you're part of the coaching union. You do this. You don't get back in. Right? If you set the guidelines out to people at the start, Right? You want to have the privilege of getting back in? Guess what? There you go. We'll see. See how it goes. Hey, Gregor, Kaepernick never got a second chance. Yeah, funny how that works, isn't it? Think about what he did. He knelt down. <laughs> he, had a, he had a quiet protest. Didn't get a second chance. So that's... uh it's not great, is it? Not great at all. So, hey, let's get to Fantasy Report, brought to you by Next Gen Transportation, heavy haul transport provider, 100% locally owned and operated, and huge supporter of numerous youth sports teams and charities. They love giving back to the community. NextGenTransportation.com. I know, Cons, uh, you've been uh, boning up. You've been studying on this as we look at, uh, you know, a little bit of, you know, football, but more I kind of want to focus on, on the hockey as, as we head in. And I, I know you've been looking up different drafts. Number one, have you found, like, are there certain guidelines that you want to ensure you have in your hockey? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Rocky Fantasy League. I mean, I I like to say this probably varies person to person, right? How in-depth do you want to go? Some people might be very casual, like we've talked about in the past, and you just want points, and, and that's it. Other people want to go a little bit more in-depth, which I kind of like. I kind of like that it's not just, hey, who's going to score goals? You know, a little more strategy put into it when it comes to block shots. Maybe it's plus minus. Maybe it's hits. Things like that. makes you Maybe go off the board a little bit when those top point getters go, and you're thinking, I could go for a depth piece here, or maybe I could take someone who might help me win another category. I kind of like that one. So uh, that that's kind of the way it seems a lot of people are leaning is just a little bit in more in-depth, lets you kind of feel like a GM a little bit more, and you can kind of find more categories to get into. That's one that we've noticed has been very popular so far in Fantasy Frenzy. Like I said, we're going to get into the NFL or the NHL a lot more in the next couple of weeks here with our previews, but uh, right now it seems like the consensus is, Let's go a little bit more in depth. Let's have some more categories. Find some players that might not be a traditional fantasy player. So you're going to be? Are you guys going to be including block shots? You think we might? We might. Uh, we've talked to a few people. You know what? An NHL survivor pool is one we've got a lot of requests for. Actually, uh, yeah, that's uh, survivor pool is yeah. good because it. There's always a few upsets. You never expect. Like think about it down the stretch. People thinking with two games to go last year. Oh, obviously I'm taking Pittsburgh to beat Chicago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, they would have bet everything on that. Exactly. So we're thinking we're going to look into that. Probably do it with the NBA as well. We're on Saturdays. You pick the game. It has to be a game that's being played on Saturday and see how long uh, their survivor pool can go. In our NFL pool, I think we're down to about 140 teams. That was oh. from 290. So you almost half are done. Well, actually, yeah. over half are done already. Yeah. In two weeks. Yeah, it goes quick. <laughs> so uh, KC, obviously. Well, that knocked out. A few. Like, what have been the other big upsets? Um, I have to go back and take a look here to see the real big ones. Uh, the Vikings in week one were, they were taking them on the Buccaneers. That was one that oh, got a lot yeah. of people. Uh, the Chargers losing week one. Got and losing week two. Well, you know, if you took them in week two, what were you thinking? I mean, I guess you probably should have Tennessee. Well, they lost in overtime. Man. It's not like Tennessee's a giant. Don't downplay the fact that your Chargers are 0-2 and, and that somehow losing to Tennessee I'm not downplaying. wasn't a bad thing. I'm just saying if you took them in Survivor, then you haven't been watching NFL long enough because the Chargers just do those sorts of things. Huh. But, uh, yeah, I'll have to take a look here and see what the uh, the real big breaks were. But, yeah, half the, half the pool gone. Now, for those of you that are going to be in a fantasy draft, if you would call, here's some players. If you have hits in your league, keep these players in mind from last year. Luke Shen led the league with hits 318. Radko Gudis, 312. Now, Gudis is on a new team, but still, rather physical player. Nick Delorier, a forward, had 306. Jack McBain from Arizona. You're probably like, who? 
Jack McBain. Guy had 12 goals, too. But he had 304 hits. Those are the only players in the league who had more than 300 hits. And actually, even there was only nine players with more than 250. So it's a pretty big drop-off. So if you have hits and there are any value in your league, you kind of want to get one of the top 10 guys, right? Matt Martin, Tanner Janot, Keegan Colazar in Vegas, Garnet Hathaway, Jeremy Lozon in Nashville. Right? Brady Kachuk for a guy who scores a lot of points. He's uh, he's fairly physical, 242. Then I'm looking at other guys who who produce some points for you uh, that, that will bid in the hits. Uh, Mo Sider. Uh, JT Miller had 200 hits. It's really the only guys that, that put up any sort of points uh, other than uh, Felino that I'd mentioned if you're looking at hits. So keep uh, keep that in mind. And then if you, if you look at... Uh, Block shots, Alex Martinez by a large margin. He had 244, Connor Halley. He's like the Connor McDavid of block shots. Second, Braden McNabb, also in Vegas, 198. Now, Vegas had three of the top seven. Do, do you think, I got to go look now. I'd love to dig in deeper. Does Vegas, how many of those are at home? Because does Vegas have a stats crew? Because trust me, that's my one thing. And you know what? If you're doing fantasy hockey, I think it's important to look at the home and split. And I'm going to do that right now because I want to do it at home to see how many. So they had 244, 198, and 177 for uh, Martinez, McNabb, and Petrangelo. Right? So now I go on home ice. Martinez, 132. So he had 132. At, at home in 39 games, and then he had 112 on the road. All right, but Petrangelo, he's 7th overall. He's actually 11th overall on home ice. So maybe it's not the guy. Really, when you look at it, Braden McNabb, 101 at home. He basically had uh, 98 on the road. So it's pretty even. So it wasn't the home guy. Just Vegas, for whatever reason, last year, they had three guys who block a lot of shots. Three defenders. Kind of makes sense, right? If you look at that. So those are some other statistics because everybody knows, like most people for the most part, you know the goals and the assists. Obviously, there's certain goals that that count for more depending on the league. Some people want to value power play goals and and five-on-five goals a little bit different. Personally, I'm not sure I would do that. I don't – why am I punishing someone because they're good at scoring on the power play? There's still a goalie in net. Yeah, there's there's one fewer attacker on the ice, but I don't like to just rip on a guy because well he's really good on the power play. Well, why aren't if he's why aren't they good at why can't they score? You got any advantage? Like people in Toronto I always bring that up. I'm like, if Austin Matthew is such a lethal scorer, why doesn't he score on the power play? Like honestly, why doesn't he? You have the advantage. You have the best players on the ice, yet he doesn't score a lot of power play goals. It's uh, it's odd to me, very odd, and and I wonder if 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 that ever changes for him. Like obviously, right now, obviously the best power play goal scorer is Leon Drysaddle. He had thirty two last year. What do you have? Like twenty six, twenty seven the year before. Like he crushes it. Him and McDavid. There's you know he was first in power play goals. McDavid was second. The Oilers power play is historically good, so maybe you shouldn't be surprised by that. Wasn't Matthews really good at blocking shots? Oh God! Yeah, you're right. He he did block some shots, which good for him. I just I don't know. Do do, do I want? Is that the the number I'm looking at to say, hey, look at this guy? He's blocking a lot of shots. That's fantastic. 
right? He could, he could score you 50 and block a lot of shots. Well, now, categories. now I'm, I'm looking at Austin Matthews and, and shots blocked. Um, like he's not in the top 50 amongst forwards. Um, I got to find where he is. Like, so it, it might have been a tad overblown by someone out of Toronto. That would never happen. <laughs> like, that would never happen that they would want to overblow a stat. He had 78 block shots, which was fourth on his team. And amongst forwards, that would put him at like, what does that put him at? Oh, geez. It puts him at like 185th. Before the injuries, though, I'm just going back. At, at the one point in the season, January 25th, he did lead forwards and blocked shots. Yeah, Because I think we were joking about that. Well, he only missed eight games, though. Yeah, that's, maybe he had to stop that for a reason. Yeah. Or maybe they wised up and said, yeah, we probably don't need Austin Matthews, <laughs> you know, being top 10 in shots blocked. Hey, Greg, it's awesome to hear you and see you back on Sports Radio in Edmonton. I like how he said see and hear because that's right. You can hear us on Sports 1440, and uh, you can also be watching us live on Oilers Nation YouTube channel. Nice. Uh, when we come back, we had a few picks, so we'll get to our uh, picks of the day brought to you by PlayAlberta.ca. And lots more text. This is a hot topic. People are uh, chiming in on uh, Babcock and more. Uh, and you know what? Hey, everybody's going to have uh, uh, different uh, opinions uh, on it, on on how people uh, view things. So uh, we'll get to some opposite opinions. But I'm not sure they're popular, but they are the opposite. On The Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Portions of this hour brought to you by On The Rocks. On The Rocks Kitchen and Drink is celebrating their 17th birthday on September 22nd with the Arcana Kings. Get there early to ensure your chance to enter for a $500 cash giveaway. On the RocksEdmonton.com. Sports Radio is back. The Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440. Presented by PlayAlberta.ca, Alberta's only regulated online gambling website. Five forty-four. Welcome back. We get to our uh, Play Alberta pick of the day. Brought to you by PlayAlberta.ca, Alberta's only regulated online gambling website where all the revenue stays right here in the province. And uh, every day we do a, a twenty-dollar uh, parlay wager with uh, three different games or a prop bet mixed in. And at the end of the month, anything we win goes directly to charity this month that we are helping out uh, kids sport. We actually got on a little bit of a run and then uh, lost Green Bay. We had uh, the Elks winning, we had the Bills winning, and we had Green Bay, and uh, Green Bay came up short. And uh, we always like to include the uh, listener, and this one came in from Dan. Guys, you got to go with Baltimore. For some reason, they're a huge underdog tonight. They are. A little surprising to me, but still. So uh, we took Baltimore, cons, at, uh, as the big underdog, and then we went with the, uh, the Rangers to beat Boston and the Dodgers to defeat the Tigers. All for the kids, so uh, hopefully it helps out at playalberta.ca. Could it be Verlander? Is he that big of an X factor for the Astros? Three thirty nine ERA this year, eleven and eight. Yeah, maybe, but hey, who knows? He can still be had. Yeah, yeah. For the odds, you got to go with it. Hey, Gregor, is the goaltending on the power play a new thing you learned? The most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, almost as bad as J.P. Stick being too short. That's why he's not good at NHL or from RL. <laughs> uh, no RL. Uh, and actually, we said the penalty kill. So if you're going to chirp, at least get it accurate. And yes, goaltending matters on the penalty kill. You don't think it does? 
And uh, Pugliarvi's inability to handle the puck was due to him having an extremely long stick and not working on it. This has been proven. Now, you can you can dislike it. Doesn't mean it's inaccurate. So, hey, Gregs, is there a coaches union? 100% there is. Yes. Now, each league has their own, right? I don't think there's like a... Now, I'd have to ask if there's a coaches union that covers across all the leagues. Probably not. I think the... the I know the NHL has their own coaching union, as they should, and the other leagues do as well. But to me, the coaches union... Rather than you know what defending the the other ones, why wouldn't you why wouldn't you be proactive and say guess what we're gonna have a standard? Way we go. It's uh, food for thought. I don't see uh, I don't see why. So we'll see. Hey boys, everybody deserves a second chance no matter what. That's not necessarily in the same profession though. Babcock shouldn't coach again, but shouldn't be judged for life for Maple Scoop. As we've said, Mike Babcock can go live his own life. He's got lots of money. It's not an issue. But to me, I think he's lost the privilege to be an NHL head coach and really to coach at any level. Honestly. Hey, Greg's, uh, are we allowed? I'm excited for the pizza pig hour. Are we allowed to hang out at the venue afterwards in case we don't buy tickets to the order game to be in the seats? Well, the game is a road game, right, on October 11th, and we're actually having a viewing party We've uh, teamed up, so we're going to have the pizza pig out. It's back where it all began, October 11th at Molson House, right? Which, of course, is uh, right at the entrance to the arena at Rogers Place. It's a great, great setup in there. That's where we did the first one. And I like this setup, and I love the drive-in movie. Don't get me wrong. That was fantastic. That was a little bit of necessity. This is one. It's 18 plus, and you're going to get to try way more pizzas this way. Because on the tables you go by, you can try one piece from Papa John's, and then you can try one from here and one from there and go down the list. Whereas when we were in the vehicle, you'd get three pizzas, but you you know maybe four, depending on how many people you were, but that was it. This way, if you want, a group of you, you know what, there's four of you, you guys could try 16 different pizzerias because each can try one from a different place. And that's the advantage of having it set up in Molson House. So the pizza pig out will go on October 11th from 6 until 8. And then, because the game won't start, let's be honest, it's opening night. Game's not starting until 8.20. And we have a viewing party across the street at the Ice House, downtown at Canadian Brew House. So, if you're going to the Pizza Pig Out and you want to get then stay and watch the game with everybody, we're just going to go across the street. And it'll be right there. And it'll be a lot of fun. So, yes, that's what we're doing. Um, there is, a, it's a road game, not a home game. So, uh, we will be having the uh, the viewing party. And uh, Connor and many of the other gents will be there. It's going to be uh, loads of fun. Uh, the pizza's unreal, and it's all for a kid sport. If you've never done it, you will not regret it. It is amazing. Bring a notepad. That's my advice. You jot down what kind do you like, because we were uh, we were hitting up places for like months afterwards. Some of them we forgot, so that that's kind of my my little piece of advice. I guess you could jot it down on your phone, but the ones you like, you're wanna, gonna want to take notes so you can order it again. So good. Yes, it is one where that's a really good idea. Notepad, or maybe you put it notes in your phone. Yeah, right. Yeah. If, however you want to do if it. If you you know live in twenty twenty three, I guess that's a simpler way to do it. But yeah, there was a lot, and I mean we might have missed out. So I'm looking forward to getting out there again. And yeah, it's a really good time. Great, great cause. And then having that luxury to walk across to the ice house, even better. Perfect night, really. Hey guys, uh, early season prediction. If you can pick one team that didn't make the playoffs last year that's going to this year in the NHL, who would it be? For me, it's Ottawa from Josh in St. Albert. Yeah, I'm going to the Buffalo Sabres all day. They were close. Uh, I like their defense. I think it's only getting better. 
Uh, they've got lots of good forwards. You know, the, obviously there's a little bit of concern because they've got so many young goaltenders, but I think their goaltending will be just fine. I am going with the Buffalo Sabres. Connor? I like that pick, and I would love to see them get into the playoffs. Uh, team that didn't make it, I guess it's not really a surprise, but can I just go with the Pittsburgh Penguins? I think Eric Carlson can get them back in there. They only missed by one point, so I guess it wouldn't be a huge surprise, but I, I think I'd go with the Pittsburgh Penguins. I think I think the boys get back into it. A little more consistency this year. All right. I like that. From the West, I, I don't know if I think anyone will. Oh, yeah. It's shock. It's rare that all eight teams make it year to year. And I look at uh, Winnipeg is definitely a team that's where are they going to go? What what yeah. happens if they're close? Do they suddenly trade off guys? True, true. And then Seattle. Seattle. Now, some would look and say, man, Seattle was able to get in the playoffs despite having terrible goaltending all year or inconsistent goaltending. It's fair. But they also had incredibly healthy defense core. And just like the Orders, the Orders had five D-men play 80 games. They're the only team in the NHL to do that. Cody Cece missed two games. That's it. The other four played every game. Fantastic. History will tell you that's very rare to happen again. That's why I think Broberg and DeHarnay are going to be used more this year. And that's okay. Gets them a little bit more experience. Seattle, same thing. They had six D-men play over 73 games. Like, basically, they ran the same six guys. That's a huge advantage. Huge advantage. So they lose a little depth in Susie being out the door. So what are they going to Now they added some guys too, but is their goaltending going to be better? And their forwards, like they had unbelievable balance across all their lines. Will that happen again? We'll see. I think it's difficult. History will tell you it's difficult to have that occur all the time. Maybe it will. Like is, is Jared McCann, is this the Jared McCann now? He's had two pretty good seasons, so I can see if people say, hey, Gregor, that's who he is. Okay. Uh, I get it. Some will say Matty Beneers, ready to take another step. Okay. I can I can see that argument. No question. Right? But when I look at Seattle, I'm just, I think that's a team that could be, like they had eight or nine guys at 40-plus points, man. They had lots of guys, 20-goal scores, right? McCann was a 20-goal scorer. Everly was a 20-goal scorer. Beneers, Yanni Gord, uh, Daniel Sprong, right? From the fourth line, he scored 21 goals, playing like 12 minutes a night. It's amazing. It's not back. Bjorkstrand, uh, Jaden Schwartz. Now, Burakovsky got injured. He would have been another guy. So they, they, I think they work hard. They'll be in the mix, cons, but I think Seattle and Winnipeg uh, Calgary, Vancouver, those four teams are going to have a real big push to see who gets the uh, the two wildcard spots. Yeah, yeah, certainly. I mean, Winnipeg, that was a good one you brought out there. I, I could see them falling off. I'm trying to be a little bit more optimistic when it comes to Seattle and, and hope they kind of just continue the trend and the direction that they have gone and what we saw from last year. But you're right. I mean, it, it you never know what's going to happen. Health plays such a big role. Things can go wrong quick. There's been a lot of times in the past where we've penciled teams in the playoffs in the offseason, and then it goes downhill and doesn't work out the way you expect. So... Yeah, uh, Winnipeg would be one for me that I would say that that could be a team that drops out. And I can officially announce it. October 1st is when our partnership with Fox Sports will begin. they got the Cowherd Show, Dan Patrick. We're going to have some uh, some great shows. We will have Fox Sports from 9 p.m. until 7 a.m. on the weekdays and then 24 hours a day, Saturday and Sunday. And if you're a big NFL fan, their NFL Sunday on Fox is unreal covers all the leagues you'll be getting all the information so 
There you go. That's the next step in the evolution of Sports 1440 as uh, we will be uh, 21 hours a day on the weekday and then uh, 24 hours on the weekends. So awesome. Big news. I'm excited for it. Can't wait. So uh, there you go. You don't have to change the station on the weekends anymore. Let's get to the uh, con man. Sports 1440 update brought to you by Cattail Crossing. You can enjoy half-price golf Mondays through Thursdays. Elevate your game without emptying your wallet. Book your tee time at cattailcrossing.ca. Have yourselves a great night. Here is the con man. Good night. It's time for a Sports 1440 update. Week 2 in the NFL wrapping up tonight. One game underway right now. Saints-Panthers tied at three apiece heading into the second quarter. Later tonight, the Browns take on the Steelers. You can watch that one with me. Out at the Canadian Brewhouse Spruce Grove location, Major League Baseball Reds lead the Twins 4-1 in the fifth. Also in the fifth, the Mets up on the Marlins 1-0. Nationals-White Sox scoreless in the fourth, and the Braves trail the Phillies 3-1 midway through the third. Earlier today, the Royals knocked off the Guardians 6-4. Still to come tonight, Red Sox take on the Rangers. Astros host the Orioles. The Mariners head to Oakland. Padres up against the Rockies. And the Tigers taking on the Dodgers. We're done for the evening. Carrie Estelle goes back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Have a great night.